But anyway, when we get started, well, I kind okay. of, well, it's actually probably best that you introduce yourself. Um, firstly, I'll kind of start with why I brought you on the podcast. Um, I was actually looking forward to having you on the podcast for a while um, for a few different reasons, but I feel like you're kind of someone... I don't like to say found yourself because that's a bit like cringe, but you know what I mean? Like you're very comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. You're very like, you're just having a good time. You're doing you and like, it's very authentic. You know what I mean? And yeah. when you're on Instagram and stuff, you do come across very authentic, which I feel is very important in someone. And I suppose there'd be a lot of people out there who kind of struggle with like finding themselves. I'm using like inverted commas, mm-hmm. but like, you know, kind of being comfortable in their own skin and just doing their own thing and kind of following their own intuition. And they'd be very much influenced by the crowd because they just don't know how to be themselves so like I was kind of interested in that side of things and to discuss with you I suppose the journey you've been on to get to that point and kind of if you'd any advice for people who may find that they're in that situation themselves you know yeah what's the crack people how are we I am kegs my real name is actually Ciarra Curran it's like a very Irish name but I basically started traveling like seven years ago and then I realized that no one can say Ciarra if you're not from Ireland so (laughs) I've been known as kegs ever since more or less um I don't even know how to describe myself I feel like I've been on a crazy journey over the past like five years or so um I do a lot of traveling I've been sort of traveling full-time for like five years and I've recently just arrived home to Ireland for the summer so this is my first summer in Ireland since I was 17 so what that's eight years ago eight years ago I'm 25 home and 26 now so first summer in Ireland and I feel like I dabble my toe in loads of different things as well. So at the minute, um, I do social media, I do a bit of Instagram and TikTok and things like that. And I also do breathwork too. Um, so I'll talk, we could talk about that a bit later on. But yeah, I'm from a small place in County Tyrone called Lap McCrory. And I don't really know what to do. There's, so there's so much to come into my brain at once. I'm like, right, we could go in any direction here. Totally. Yeah. Well, first thing, I think I'm fascinated by your age. I'm actually like around the same age as you. Um, and I wasn't too sure what age you were yourself, uh, which is very interesting because like, I suppose you described the time you went traveling at a point when everyone's like, get me to college or like, you know, they're still kind of trying to find a direct path, I suppose, or else people are kind of shoving them down that way. They kind of don't know what else is available to them. So like, what even possessed you to go traveling? Because I feel like it's so normalized now people are like head off traveling whereas like back then even though it was only five or six years ago I feel like it was still a bit kind of unheard of yeah to be fair there wasn't that many people I knew doing it yeah um, I know when I was growing up as a teenager my uncle who's in his like 40s now he done a lot of traveling he was like the only person that I ever seen going traveling and when he would come home I always found myself being so excited to go and talk to him to hear about what I got up to like to hear his adventures and things like that and then I also noticed growing up as well, like whenever I watched like movies or TV shows, if anyone was traveling, I was just obsessed. Like Julia Roberts' Eat, Pray, Love is like my favorite fucking movie ever. <laughs> I feel like I followed in her footsteps. I'm not even joking. There was this, there, I literally did last year. I basically on it, watched, watched Eat, Pray, Love when I was in Ibiza in a bit of a bad headspace. And I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do exactly what she done. And then unintentionally, like I didn't plan to do it. Unintentionally, I went to Italy on my own, went to India on my own and went to Bali on my own. And she basically done the exact same thing. And went on the same <laughs> sort of journey, I was like, oh my God, I have Julia Roberts reincarnated. She's <laughs> <laughs> not dead. <laughs> Julia Roberts is not dead. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I always sort of wanted to travel. I knew I did. But then... Maybe from around ages 16 to maybe 20, I really, really, really battled with my mental health. Um, I dealing with my like sexuality from a small town. I was really, really, really spending years trying to fit in and trying to be liked in like a small place, like proper Gaelic football, <laughs> lads, 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 like that sort of mentality. And I just really tried to force myself to fit in. And because of me forcing myself 
try and fit in and not living as my authentic self that really 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 took a toll on my mental health and everything um and then I kind of turned to like partying and stuff and I that just probably made it worse um and as well as like going to uni and stuff like that so I did all right in school like I got like good grades and stuff and then I ended up getting into an apprenticeship with a company called Deloitte so I was doing that from what ages 18 19 um and at that time in my life it was like it was something that I didn't really know what it was my mom was a career teacher at the time she pushed me in that direction she was like this would be good blah blah blah. so I went up to Belfast and at the time I was struggling mentally all I wanted to do was party and I was living with students who wanted to party all the time and I just hated it I hated everything in my life like I was just so unhappy with everything and then it got to a point where everything just so much bad things just happened at once and it all crashed down it was kind of like a rock bottom moment which I feel like needed to happen mm-hmm. um but eventually it basically made me lose that job and kicked out of uni on the same day and oh like, my god stop <laughs> yeah like really it was a really bad situation at the time but looking back it was one of the best things to ever happen to me I know so I was so unhappy with everything in my life and then I remember the day that I like got kicked out or whatever I said to my two best friends in work I was like I'm going to travel the world. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I've got no money, but I'm going to do it. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And I was just like, I'm just I'm going to figure it out. Um, And then I ended up staying a few more months in Ireland because of a boy, you know, yourself, things happened. <laughs> and then that all ended anyway. And then I booked a flight and I booked a flight to, I actually booked a flight to Magaloo for the summer because, um, you know, Sinead Haig, obviously. Yeah, you know yeah. Yeah, so she's actually one of the ones who I remember looking up to who travel. So I would have been like, 16 17 working in river island in oma and she actually used to work in river island too so i remember someone in river island would be telling me about her and like this was before she done like instagram or anything she was like she had like a couple of thousand followers she was doing party seasons in like Magaluf and, and yeah, yeah. And, stuff. and i followed her there and i was like oh my god that's so cool like she's doing the party seasons blah 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 so that put it into my head and then after i left i was like right i'm gonna go do that so um, I went and done my life with a plan to go for the summer and then come back and go back to uni and do something in uni. But then when I was traveling there and I started meeting people who travel all the time and get jobs, travel. So I was like, right. I started like questioning, like, mm, definitely could do this. Then I got a job in like a cruise ship in Australia after my life went to Australia with like no money. I had like a hundred pounds on my bank account. Like I had nothing. And I just went because they pay for everything. And then from there, I've just ended up keeping meeting people along the way who've then pointed me in a different direction. I've kind of just been going with the flow. I've not really had a plan. I've never had a plan. I've never knew what I was doing. I've just sort of been like riding the wave and going with what opportunities come my way of who I meet, who I network with, and sort of just seeing what happens. Um, then I ended up, so at the, at the start, I was kind of like still enjoying the partying a lot. Like I was like working as like a party boy, like getting paid to like, party in Ibiza party in Miami like that was my job and I loved it and then in one of my seasons in Ibiza I had like sort of like a spiritual awakening and before that like I never really I never really had any faith in anything like I was brought up as like a Catholic but in my head everything was a load of shit I was like I'm not going to mask like it's a load of shit blah, blah, blah. yeah 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 <laughs> I just thought it was a load of crap and then something happened that summer in Ibiza and I remember the exact moment it happened where something like came over me and I was just like overwhelmingly like I was so overwhelmed with love and gratitude and happiness for the first time in my life. It was a feeling I've never felt before. And it was, I think it was gratitude, like it was exploding through my body because it was like the first time in my life I felt like I was actually being myself. Like I didn't have to try and fit in. I didn't have to try and make people like me. I was just being me. Um, and it was just like a really nice feeling. And then I remember ever since that that moment, 
like you always see like quotes on Instagram or like people talking about like mindset stuff or like things like that but I would never like absorb it I would never like try and yeah, understand yeah. it but then since that moment then I started like reading it and picking up on things and started learning and I was like hmm, this is interesting and then we started listening to podcasts and then we started listening to audiobooks and reading the odd book and then we started listening to more like mindset people on Instagram and things like that I would just like start learning more and more and I was like sort of that was the start of my sort of journey and then I feel like I'm just going through my life story here <laughs> absolutely quizzing you to the last <laughs> um and then I've, and then I've started just keep going on this journey and then I went to like Mexico and I lived in Tulum and when I was in Tulum it was like a really spiritual place um and I started diving into like working with like plant medicines and meditation and all that there sort of stuff and then a year later I feel like I'm just, just, just jumping from place to place I'm like <laughs> I could go into detail but it could take hours it's great um, though because like I feel like it offers such insight like you said you kind of followed your gut and I know the way you say like okay you um got thrown out of uni and like fired from your job whatever all in the one day but like it's obviously your actions like unconsciously like led up to that point I mean you know they don't fire you if you're like coming in every day and you're like you're doing the best job in the world and blah 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 it was like you kind of were unknowingly resisting the whole situation yeah. and then like you were forced to leave because that's what was right for you like and then set mm-hmm. you on this path which I think is pretty cool I actually really love that and um, um version of what you've described that is probably <laughs> true I just had in my head I was like right the universe fucking kicked me out the door but now the way you're describing it is like I probably without knowing I probably had such resistance that I just didn't want to be there well totally like I feel like there's so many people and like I can definitely speak from this because like I'm in a job I feel that like in accounting like everyone kind of feels like it's the only option when you get out of college it's like go and do your three and a half years become an accountant like that's all that there is out there and I think there is a lot of people who are then in this line of work and are just kind of there but never really questioning why you know Um, whereas when you actually sit down and like consider why you're here like you know then you'll realize if it's for you or not kind of you know and if not then it's like you say I love the way as well it's kind of like the idea of no plan because I think that's what scares people from kind of like quitting or doing something else is the fact that they don't have that plan to follow whereas like you kind of just fell into what you were supposed to yeah I just sort of went with the flow and you know what at times I was just like this is crazy but I was just like you know what fuck it I've got nothing to lose like I'm in my early 20s like I've got the whole life ahead of me to figure it out like and I just trust I have I, I now have such full faith and full trust that everything is going to work out how it's meant to everything is going to work out exactly how it's meant to as long as I keep working on myself as long as I keep the positive mindset as long as I keep every day trying to do things that are good for me I will end up falling into exactly what I'm meant to fall into do you know what I mean like as long as you keep on that positive vibration as best you possibly can obviously oh my god I was watching videos <laughs> when I first started doing social media right the other day and I was cringing so bad but if, you know what you know what it makes me realize is like if you're cringing back at real videos that shows growth in yourself because I'm, I'm, with my videos when I first started I was like oh you just need to stay positive I was, here. I was like oh my god that is not how it works you can't just stay <laughs> positive like kegs catch yourself off but it just it shows growth to be fair I know well I think it can be like a fine line but like it's very hard to get that balance too because like I totally know what you mean like as in it does like take effort some days to wake up and be positive but kind of if you can like know how to put yourself in that state like the whole day can be better you know because sometimes we can just for no reason or other like be in shit form but there's things that we can do to improve that and like it doesn't mean you have to force this like like you say toxic positivity of like 100% all the time Mm. but you know um there's things we can definitely do to help ourselves sometimes if we find ourselves in shit form and then if not and it still doesn't work like just wallow and wait and it will pass (laughs) as well as what I've realized recently is that we are here 
to live out this human experience but we are here to feel all of the emotions we're here to feel all of the happiness all of the joy all of the love but we're also here to feel to feel the sadness to feel the grief to feel all of the sad emotions too so if you are having a day where you're feeling really sad feel the sadness don't try and avoid it don't try and like run away from the sadness sit with it and actually try and feel the sadness and just like meditate on it or whatever you can do like every day is going to be different you're going to have shit days you're going to have amazing days but don't try and force yourself to feel like think you're going to be like unreal every single day because that's just not reality um, and like you said you can wake up every day and try and make your day better for example with me I would I really my mornings are for me if I don't have my mornings I have a shit day not a shit day but like my days aren't as good as what they can be like I leave my phone outside my room before I go to sleep when I wake up I do not look at my phone for the first at least one hour maybe two hours and I first thing I do when I wake up is I meditate like before anything else I meditate I sit with myself and I breathe and maybe sometimes go for a walk with Toby without my phone and I would come back and then I would look at my phone and things like that and that that, that those three wee small things make a humongous difference to my entirety of my day yeah so definitely they just kind of set you up like don't they yeah and like you can like you can make your days better by setting in wee small habits here and there like even if it's just like one wee small thing every week like if you if you improve your mornings by like one percent every week then eventually you'll just you'll be smashing it you know what i mean Definitely. Yeah. Because I always, you know, I was always of the opinion, definitely when I started working stuff, I was always like, oh, you know, people are all about flexi time and like, why can't we start at like seven o'clock and then be finished at like three? And I was kind of like always of that thought as well. And like, if I was ever studying or whatever, like I'd be up earlier and getting it done. Whereas now I'm the complete opposite. I'm like nine o'clock suits me down to the ground. I'm like here and I'm doing my own thing first because I feel so much better then when I can just, you can give your time to other people, I suppose, better than when you've kind of given your time firstly to yourself to just 100%. You need to give whatever. that love to yourself before you can give it to anyone, before you can give your energy to anyone else. 100%. And then, then out of like you kind of described there, like that awakening, and I think that's like really interesting because I feel like it's true what you say, like you can kind of be a bit um numb. I suppose like and I feel like I'd have been very like that as well up, to, up until a point where like you like things just don't resonate with you and like you know certain things happen and you're kind of just you're not feeling one way or the other about it but then you can go through this experience and you can kind of learn a bit more and it's like you say you can actually start to actively like feel how you feel so mm-hmm. like out of interest like kind of what from what you're describing I feel like it's the fact that you could actually be yourself that kind of that ignited I suppose that awakening within you the fact that you could just be you Mm. having like suppressed it for so long yeah so like like I said growing up where I'm from like I remember as a teenager I forced myself to walk talk and act more like a lad like I just was forcing myself to not be myself and obviously people's beliefs and society's beliefs and everything just be imprinted in you for such a long young age and these beliefs aren't even your beliefs so these beliefs are then pushing even further from yourself so like what I what way I like to look at it now is we are born as our true self, but society, people, friends, family, trauma, anything that's happened to you throughout your life, then could be imprinted into your brain or imprinted into you. And these are then chains. These chains are then pulling you further away from your authentic self. So then once you start doing the work on yourself, so for me, I do the work in many different ways from breath work to plant medicine, to therapy, to meditation, to yoga, to read it to journal it all you know all the different things like every single thing can help um and what you do is you then try and work your way through all of these different chains 
And once you then have the awareness of the change, then you can, you're able to let go of this energy that's holding you back from then being your authentic self. So you're pushing your way forward to becoming your authentic self. And then you're letting go of more and more chains. Um, and that moment in Ibiza a few years ago, it, it was sort of like an awakening to show, like, as a, I wasn't fully my authentic self, but it was like, oh no, I'm like, I'm, this is the start. I'm starting to become, I'm like, it was like, oh, I'm here. Like, I know I'm, like, I mean, it's so hard to explain. <laughs> it's like, it was like kind of like an awakening where, where I was like, something's changed. It was like the first time in my life I felt properly alive, if that makes sense. And then obviously from this whole journey throughout the years, I've had a lot of different awakenings then. And there was an, there was one recently in Thailand that was my most recent like awakening, if that makes sense. And it was like, it was the most beautiful experience I ever had in my life where it was like energy pulsating through my entire body. And it was as if, you know, the way you said finding yourself and things like that. Yeah, it's cringy, yeah. so cringy, so cringy. It is like, like I know, that's why I hate saying it, but like there no. is some element of truth to it though. Cause it's oh, like is. you say, I feel like the way you describe like your experience, I think like if we're all honest with ourselves, that's the majority of people's experiences. Like I don't think anyone's walking around at 10 or 11 years of age being like, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. Like we're all unconsciously like trying to follow one another and fit in and be, I, yeah. I don't know what we're all trying to be. Cause it seems like we're all trying to be one of one another, but <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. Everyone, everyone's trying to fit, especially in Ireland. We're all like people pleasers. We're all like trying <laughs> want to be that don't fit in. Like, um, but yeah, this one in Thailand. So, every like you always hear the term finding yourself. And whenever I listen, like spiritual people speaking or like spiritual songs and stuff, you always hear the term finding yourself. And like whenever people go traveling, you like go traveling, you find yourself. Blah blah blah. Like it's so crazy, slow cliche. But there was a moment in Thailand where I went to this like spiritual retreat, and there was a moment where I felt like it felt like another awakening in a way, but it was like, it was as if I was like fully my soul. My soul was full of my, like filled my whole body. And I was like overwhelmingly crying because it was as if my heart had opened and it was as if something was telling me like, well done, you've done the work. Like you find yourself. And it was like, something's just something telling me this. And I was like, oh my God, like it was the best feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. I was like, oh my God, it was just oh, so good. And then see for weeks after I was just like on the highest vibe ever. But I know that that was a glimpse of me living in my like full authentic self. I know there's still loads of like beliefs. I know there's still loads of things that I need to work on consistently throughout my whole life. But that was like a glimpse of like, right, your, yourself is here. But if that makes sense. No, totally. Yeah. Like it sounds amazing. And like, I kind of, I'm actually fascinated. It was another reason why I was fascinated to talk to you is because you're so into like the idea of like breath work and meditation and like those two kind of specifically I find because like they're the ones that people can tell you are kind of the solutions. Like I know um, if you suffer from anxiety and stuff like which I have previously, like they're, they're like, you need to meditate, you know, but it's a lot easier kind of said than done to just like sit down and meditate and like I don't even know if there's like an exact process to kind of start your whole journey of meditation but like is it something you think that everyone should be doing and like has that definitely helped you in your journey which I feel like it has like I feel like you're a big advocate for both of those things yeah so with me and meditating I always heard people talking about it, always tried it and for me it didn't work and it didn't like resonate with me initially it wasn't until maybe the past year where now I can meditate all the time but before I tried it couldn't really get into it and it wasn't until I basically tried, I tried, there's, see when you go like different places, actually there's loads now in Ireland, to be fair, there's loads of different like healing modalities. What I would suggest everyone to do is 
to try everything, to try all the different modalities that you can and see what resonates with you. It could be ecstatic dancing. It could be Reiki. It could be energy healing. It could be whatever it may be, just to try them all. Because it wasn't until I started doing like the breath work and re- breath work with me was one of my favorites. Like that I got into, sorry, I've got hay fever since I've got home and I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? Thank um, God I'm not someone who suffers from that, but I feel like everyone's struggling. <laughs> never, ever, ever get it. But since I've came home, I don't know what's going on, but it's affecting me this time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so with the breath work then, I heard of breath work before, like I had heard people talking about it and I just assumed it was a version of meditation. Like I didn't think what it was, what it was. And then I went to Bali and I basically remember my first few weeks in Bali, I was so overwhelmed with anxiety. So much shit was coming to the surface and I was like, what is going on? Because I was on such a high, I was so excited to go to Bali. Like I wanted to go to Bali for years and I got there and I was just feeling the worst I had felt in so long. And then it got to a point where I was like, right, from tomorrow i'm gonna dive into all of the different like healing modalities that bali has to offer because obviously it's got loads of stuff so i brought myself to ubud which is like where the yoga barn is where there's loads and loads of spiritual stuff and i was like right i'm just gonna try all the classes i'm just gonna go and see what the crack is so i went into this class called the conscious conscious connected meditation with this man called Pune. he's an indian man and i thought it was just a meditation you can hear my dog outside he's a postman <laughs> um so I went in anyway and I was like right I'm gonna try this and it was a breathwork class and it was the first time I ever done breathwork before without having any awareness and after that class I was like what the hell just happened <laughs> like what was that it was bonkers like I basically felt like I met my like younger self I feel like I had like a memory of something traumatic that happened to me as a child and I felt like this energy just vigorously vibrating out of my legs and I was like what just happened I definitely just released something crazy there so then after that, I was like, right, I'm going to try a lot more breath work. So I kept doing it and doing it and doing it every single week for months and months and months. And the amount of work that that done in this, like, I feel like one breath work class was like the equivalent of like 50 therapy sessions. It was crazy. Um, and I'd worked with lots of plant medicines before as well. And I'd say breath work is probably on the same, like, like the amount of benefits you get from it is like on the same par. Um, so yeah, I just kept working. I just kept doing it every single week, kept working through different past traumas, stuff that I didn't even know that had affected me in my adult life, but were. Um, and I just kept like releasing loads of stuff. And I was like getting maybe like downloads of things that I needed to do. I was like connecting to my energy. And it was just, it was just the most beautiful journey. And then eventually it got to a point where I was like, right, I need to learn this. Like I want to bring this to people at home or bring it to people who need it. Um, so then I done a facilitator training in Bali and then I started hosting sessions and things it's so funny as well actually so my facility my teacher who taught me the breath work is from America and she taught us in Bali and me me and this other girl called Sinead were actually her first two students in Bali like literally next week a year ago and she's actually in Ireland at the minute so one full year one full year later me, her, and Sinead, who was in my, it was only, it was us three for our, for her first ever facilitator training, or I'll do an event next week in Belfast. I was like, it's full circle moment. It's oh my mad. god, that's so exciting! I wish Belfast wasn't so far away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the breath worked then, and then I just really became. It wasn't actually until I got into yoga, you know. So breath work, I was doing so much work on myself, like proper intense work. But then it wasn't until I got into yoga which was in India. So I 
tried yoga loads in Bali, heard benefits, couldn't get into it, thought it was shit. I was like, my ego was coming in mostly, it was just such resistance. It was like, what are you doing? This is shit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, do. Maybe I was just having such resistance. Then when I was in India, I forced myself to do yoga. I like went to this yoga ashram where you had to do yoga like three times a day. Like there was no, 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 not doing it. So I forced myself to do it. And after like the first week, I was like, oh my God, now I know why people love yoga. Like I was like, this is unreal, like so good. Um, but it's it definitely pretty- one of those things I feel you fall into yoga because I'd be the same like I'd kind of like dipped in and out and like that because I'm based entirely in Ireland like I would just go somewhere in Ireland and do and go to a class once a week but like it wasn't until time went on that I started to enjoy it more like the more yeah. I did it whereas at first I was kind of like what the hell is this like what is going on especially because yeah. like where I went was very like authentic where they had you know you can kind of go to some places and like you can go in and do your class and there isn't much of a practice around it whereas like this place I went in they had like the sound bath like they were doing the hums mm. like all this stuff and you know um it, at first it can kind of be a bit like what is going on but then after a while like i just i loved it like the way you describe yeah no it's so good isn't it like it's just so good for your mind and body and you're just like oh best feelings <laughs> um but yeah it wasn't until i got into yoga that then i got into so i obviously done meditation before and i did like do like different like um course and things like shanae's course i loved it i loved mm. doing Shanae's course and things like that but then after i finished it i was like not getting into it again but then after doing yoga obviously you do the shavasana shavasana at the end of the yoga class and things like that and the shavasana is when i proper like connected into the meditative state that i hadn't okay. been able to get to before mm-hmm. and then i was like right there's something here so then that's when i was able to get into my meditation properly as in like i can get into that meditative state just from meditating on my yeah. own um so it wasn't until i got into yoga which is then is how i fell into meditation properly if that makes sense so ever just what i literally would say just try everything see what resonates see what see what you like and don't totally. just give up after one go keep trying and out of interest then when you've done the breath work like what what did that class actually involve like are you just sitting there are you like doing different types of breaths are you just kind of sitting there and breathing and being guided through it like is it similar to our meditation in that sense like because i am fascinated and i see it on your stories and stuff and like there has to be some element like there is some element of truth behind it you know what i mean um but i think people can be very quick to be like what the hell is that bye yeah. see you later you know um so there's um is it, are you talking about my breathwork or the breathwork that i done the first time i done it i suppose like the first time you did it like what was the class like and then now that you do it like what does yours involve so the first class that i done what way does that what way did he do that it was through he done his through his nose but I don't, I didn't mind through my mouth. I can't remember the exact method that he done, but he done it through his nose. I honestly can't remember the exact method he done. So <laughs> don't worry, like, but even like how you do it now, even how you like do it A year and a half ago now, but he done it through his nose. But um, I remember in the class, I was like hearing people like screaming and people making like animal noises. I was like, it feels like I'm in a fucking zoo here. Like what's going on? Um, but that's what happens in breathwork too. Like people need to release with sound and you just have to let come out what like comes out of you. Sometimes I'll be <laughs> fucking growling and everything. Like I'm so loud when I do breathwork. Um, but then the breathwork that I do is basically breathing through your mouth, deep into the belly, deep into the chest and out through your mouth. So it's like, <clears throat> and you do that for like 20, 30 minutes, but you do it with like a facilitator who knows what they're doing to help guide you through it, to move energy for you, to help hold space and keep you safe. Because it can bring up maybe like tra- traumatic experiences and things. So you need someone who knows what they're doing to like sort of guide you through it. Um, but yeah, that was the breastwork that I done. And then what was the question about that? No, I think I was just wondering like what was it? What does it involve? Like you know, yeah. um, because like 
I suppose at the end of the day, like people can be so flippant and like, oh, like should I breathe every yeah, day? That's that. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, you know what the thing is as well. Like if if you had have been speaking to my, if I had been speaking to myself five years ago before I spoke, or even even maybe like three or four years ago before I started this journey. I would be like so skeptical of it all. I'd be like, it's a load of shit. Like I, straight away to be like, yeah. ju- probably judge and not being, not really being open to it. I probably would have thought I was mental and then he checked into a mental hospital or something. <laughs> you know I mean? Like I'd be like, are you okay? Like the stuff that I have experienced in the past recent years that I'd be telling my family about, they think I'm crazy sometimes. Like, um, but th- th- what I would say, just try and be curious, try and have an open mind. Curiosity will change your life for the better. Like have an open mind, question everything. Like, question why do i have this belief like why is it that i feel a certain way about this certain thing like question everything like some beliefs may not be yours it might be like your parents or your grandparents or people from where you're from like from years and years and years ago they've put these beliefs on you so question everything um and with the breathwork as well i actually done a breathwork class with this guy who does a po- him and his girlfriend who did a podcast um what's the podcast called can't remember but i'll send it to you um Dude. And they basically, he went in and he was so skeptical of it all. It wasn't really as spiritual. And he was like, after like, wow, like that was unreal. Like I don't know what he was doing there, but it was like so good. <laughs> and maybe brother's coming up, like get out. <laughs> Shoot. No, no, I can say hello. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I forgot he's off from school now during the holidays. Oh so, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's so weird. Like I forget because like I'm obviously you're the same age as me. We're both gone from school so long. Like that you now you look back and you're like, holy shit, like we had so much time off. <laughs> I know, literally. You know what's so weird as well? Like I'm looking at people who I'm looking at like kids who are finishing school and I'm like their children. And when <laughs> I was that age, I thought I was like an adult who knew everything. I was like, Oh my god, you're a baby, like you don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. Think you're running the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. Even with him, he's like 15 and he like he thinks he knows everything. I'm like, oh, so much to learn. Just you wait, just you wait. <laughs> Out of interest though, like now that you're back in Ireland, because you kind of describe that like when you'd been in Ireland to begin with and what started your whole travel journey was the idea of like you just in a shithead space, like, you know, needed to go and try different things. So like now that you're being back, like how does that feel? Um, so whenever I left, I can't lie, I didn't know if I hated Ireland. I just maybe hated my life in general I don't know what it was but that was like a long time ago now and then as time has went on and I've then came into myself more I definitely the to be fair the last time I was home which was a year and a half ago I definitely enjoyed being home a lot more and I was like oh I actually am really appreciating where I'm from like where I'm from is beautiful so we place called Lamacroy absolutely stunning like you walk up it's in the kind of in the middle of like kind of the middle of nowhere but there's like a big lake stuff like that stuff that I didn't appreciate growing up yeah, um, so yeah. I definitely enjoyed it the last time I was home. But what I was aware of the last time I was home is that because of me growing up here and I tried to fit in so much, I always cared what everyone thought. I really felt that everyone was judging me, especially then going off and starting social media and put myself out there. I felt a lot of judgment. And whenever I posted stuff, I was like in my head thinking that everyone <laughs> was judging me and all this sort of stuff. And like you would have thought you would have got the odd cheeky comment here and there, you know, yourself with trolls and that, but I then assumed in my head that people from home didn't like me. I don't know what it was. It was so stupid. So then the last time I was home a year and a half ago, anytime I bumped, uh, like went for a walk or anything, I bumped into anyone. Um, I would have had so much anxiety speaking to them. I would have like, it being in my a own head. A bit of PTSD, like, like yeah, definitely. Kind of, my <laughs> ego would come in loads thinking like this person doesn't like you. Like, be, and I couldn't really get my words out. I was really struggling to make conversation and stuff. But this time around coming home, I have noticed such a difference in myself where I would be going for a walk up there and 
because I feel like I've properly came into myself. Like I feel like I know who I am. I feel like I love myself. And I feel like I just like I'm here to spread love and joy and blah blah blah. Like I just know I'm here with the good and with good intentions. Um so now when I'm walking up there, like up around the lock and stuff and I'm bumping into people, I'm becoming so aware of the conversations where I'm bumping in and I'm watching my ego coming in and trying to give me that wee voice saying oh this person's judging you but I have the control and I'm like no that's a load of shit and I'm then able to have these beautiful connections and beautiful conversations with people that we've known from growing up with no anxiety and I the conversations are quite joyful like I'm feeling really great after the conversations because I'm like right this is this is so good like this shows so much growth um which is a really it's one of I'd say it's one of the most beautiful things I've noticed from coming home because it really does show myself like it makes me kind of proud of myself because it makes me show right you've done so much work on yourself like you have been able to overcome this because this was like one of my biggest challenges was like the fear of judgment from people at home definitely Um, yeah I even spoke about that on my podcast the last day I did like a solo episode and like I'm in Switzerland now so I feel like I kind of have this it's so stupid but it's like you say it's these ideas that you build up in your head it's nearly like this free reign to just like be whoever do whatever say whatever but then when you're at home you nearly feel like confined by like it's like you say kind of like society's ideas or like you know the people around you in the chatter and like that does resonate with you as well like it's like mm-hmm. you say like that person like commenting or whatever like that will stick with you and even if they're doing it about other people that's still sticking with you when you're like oh shit like they're yeah. saying that about me now you know um and it's yeah. this constant playback and it's kind of i i totally get what you're saying like it's this constant fight with yourself to be like to just rationalize I suppose the whole situation you know and even just I think it's the confidence too to be like you know what even if they don't like me I don't really care because I like yeah. me so <laughs> that's, that's that's one thing that I really had to work on for years like I struggled with that for a long time but then I got to a point where I was like no I actually like love myself so I'm just like whatever like if you don't like me that that's all you do you know what I mean um, totally and then come September like you say you're in Ireland for the summer are you heading off somewhere else like can you see yourself traveling indefinitely I suppose like or can you see there being a point or do you just not even think about it are you like what'll be will be I have no idea <laughs> you're just I actually don't know so like to be fair, right, I've came home now and my pl- I, I, I'm going to stay home for the whole summer at least, maybe longer. I can actually see myself staying to the end of the year now, to be honest. Like, um, But I am home and I am being aware of the challenges that I am being faced with at home. Like when I was in Copenhagen there for the past few months, I was living in absolute paradise. I was living basically in a yoga school, doing yoga every day. And I was just making connections with people who are on such a high vibe who are doing the work on themselves who are very aware of themselves who just want to live life pure filled with joy and love and bliss and fun and adventure and all that their sort of stuff but then now I'm home I am becoming really aware of how this is no this is no disrespect to anyone at home or like anything like that but I am being very aware of how people are living in very stressful and anxiety vibrations and there's a lot of judgment and there's a lot of gossip and there's a lot of things like that. And I'm, it's, it's for me, it's kind of hard to be in a place filled with bliss to then <laughs> be around some of all of this. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, right. I need to continue doing the work on myself to then mm-hmm. show up for myself and to then spread the good vibes myself. So then if people then see the difference that I am as a person, from the work that I've been doing, then maybe they might try, because you can't tell people, you cannot tell people to go and do the work. They have to then do it themselves or come to them themselves. So if you show up as yourself and you show how much you love your life because of the work that you've been doing, then they might be like, hmm, wonder what he's doing. And then, then they'll go and do it themselves. 
Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Um, and I think it's like, it's like you say, it's kind of this hole that transpires of like, you know, like two or three people complaining and then you're joining in on that. Whereas like, if you're aware enough to be like, okay, no, like I actually, mm -hmm. cause that's what I find sometimes is like when I'm around certain people is I, cause I'm such a people pleaser. Like you say, you kind of mentioned it earlier and that like, I nearly just agree with someone for the sake of agreeing with them. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or they'd be like, this is shit. And I'm like, yeah, I suppose it is. Like I'm so easily influenced. Yeah. Whereas when I have my own mind and I'm sitting with myself, I do have the ability to like think yeah. for myself and be like, no, you know what? That's not shit. That's the situation I'm in. And I have the ability to make that better. But like, you know, when I'm with someone else, I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> you know, you're mm -hmm. nearly second guessing yourself the whole time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm the same as well. Like even the other day I put on my close friends, I was like, lads, I've just caught myself gossiping. It wasn't like any bad. Yeah, yeah. Gossiping, like, oh my God, am I slipping into old ways? I need to go <laughs> do that right now. Like what's going on? But yeah, so that, I feel like now that is the challenge and that is like something in me has been like, my, my ego probably is like run away, like go back to Thailand, go back and live in bliss. But I said to myself when I was in Thailand, like if I stay here forever, I'll not be faced with any challenges. So I won't grow. So I need to be here right now for me to be able to grow even more, if that makes sense. So I do plan to stay here for as long as possible. I know for a fact a lot more work opportunities and things are going to arise if I stay in Ireland. And I want to do all the breathwork things too when I'm at home. So I want to like, obviously my audience is mostly in Ireland probably. So I'd love to then maybe do like breathwork retreats and like workshops and stuff. And I do, I do energy healing as well. I haven't really spoken about that before because it's something that's kind of new to me. Um, but I do that as well. So I'm hoping to do like retreats and stuff. So that's my plan to stay at home. I'm actually meant to be in Africa right now. So I Stop. basically was going to go to Africa straight after Thailand and travel around Africa and link up with my friend and travel around with him. But then I kept meditating. My my last few weeks in Thailand, I was meditating and during yoga, I kept like asking like what should like where what's what's the plan like and everything kept telling me to go home. Oh my god, it was so weird, right? So I was in a yoga class and I was like thinking about should I go home? Like what's the crack? Like is it, yeah. is it time to go home? And I asked, I asked my so whenever what one thing I realized as well, you know, when people say like listen to your heart yeah that time where I felt like I had that awakening where I felt like my soul or whatever I felt like this is very woo woo by the way for anyone who's listening who's not <laughs> but this is what happened this is my own experience um I felt like my heart opening and I, th I then anytime I like I'm really connected to myself like meditating or whatever I ask my heart a question and my heart like gives me like a yes so like it's kind of like I can speak to it so it gives yeah. me answers so then I remember in this yoga class I asked like right should I go home like this weekend and my heart said yes right and then straight away, my yoga teacher starts randomly singing the song. I was like, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Over <laughs> green, green. I was like, and she's right. She's Irish as well. And Stop. I was like, what? Right. I, mean, I just got goosebumps. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> So I was like, right, that's the fucking sign here. Like, so I think we uh, all have it though. It's like you say, like just that gut and instinct. And I've definitely found it because like I was like that. I was faced with like this really hard decision of like, will I, won't I? And I kept being like, oh my God, can I just like have a sign? Can I have some kind of a sign? But like mm -hmm. I knew in my head what the right answer was, but I just kept like putting it off because it it was, I don't know, like the harder decision to make or whatever, you know. But like I think if we actually have that ability to tune into ourselves, like you'd actually be surprised by how much your gut and your instinct do actually lead you, like whether it be somewhere you expect it or not. Oh, massively, like massively, yeah. like yeah, I just sort of been following whatever feels right the whole way through. Like I'm just going with the flow, like, um, but where was I going with that? Oh yeah. So then I was going to go to Africa. So like Africa still is, and I've got a, I've got a kind of an exciting work opportunity to go to Africa so I can kind of go whatever, but I'm just going to stay at home for now. I'm going to see what the crack is. I'm going to challenge myself. Totally. Um, and then in terms of like, cause you, you work for yourself, I presume, do you, or do yeah. you work for the people? I'm not sure. So like, how have you, I suppose, managed to kind of. I suppose 
because it is hard if you're working for yourself and like a lot of people kind of would speak about that uncertainty around like what if no jobs come in next week or the week after you know what I mean so like how you seem someone who's very good to handle uncertainty anyway because you're not a planner whereas I'd be the complete opposite I'm a bit of a planner and I'm definitely learning to be better and just kind of go with it but um how do you handle that uncertainty I suppose even around like whether it be work or personally or do you know what I mean yeah I think the uncertainty definitely does cause some worry sometimes um I think I think when I first started traveling because I literally had nothing to lose and I was just like fucking I'm gonna travel I don't gonna figure it out it's gonna work the first few years of me traveling I was working in like very low paid jobs but like fun jobs but there were so many times where I had no money like at all I'd be stuck in like Spain or like Miami or somewhere like that and I would not have a penny to my name like but I would just figure it out and make it work and they then times are definitely scary but I feel like because of that I kind of had like a resilience where I'm like right now everything's going to work out it always it always works out it always falls into place again so you'll be sweet um but then now I I don't know I feel like now I feel like I'm doing all right to be fair but there obviously the worry and the doubt comes in again sometimes where I'm like right like I've been my, my main income for the past like year or so has been just through like social media and stuff and I yeah. know that's not going to last forever and I know it's very hit and miss. sometimes like someone's you do like you get a lot and then someone's you get like nothing really um so but it's sort of been fun in my life to travel for the last year but now that I'm home I'm like right I want to it's like sort of the doubt and the fear sort of motivating me to go and push myself and like other career opportunity like other directions and stuff so I feel like that is another reason why I think I might be home right now as well to like try and focus on that that sort of side of things too definitely yeah and out of interest then like have you learned kind of any like money habits or money tips along your way because like I do like to talk about the personal finance side of things as well because I feel like it's like one of those topics that is very taboo as well in Ireland is like what people earn and like how you spend your money well like it's actually something I learned that's all very important to your happiness too because like I felt for so long I was spending my money on things like unconsciously and then realizing like okay that doesn't actually bring me happiness whereas then when you put money for me like because I love travel when I started putting money into travel more and kind of working towards those things like I was way happier in myself and then like it didn't matter that I had barely any money because I was just content like doing what I was doing and that was me fulfilled yeah 100% so with me especially over the past few years I've completely let go of like materialistic things like I don't spend money on anything like design or any of that sort of stuff at all. Like it's just on the page to me, but like you said, like adventure and travel and things that actually bring me like pe- things that actually fill up my cup. That's what I'll spend my money on. Like going for trips, going for adventures, going do- to a yoga school or whatever it may be like things that I know that's going to fill up my cup properly. Not just like for like a split second. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Um, but with like money habits and things, I don't know. I feel like I'm not the best person to ask questions on money. <laughs> my relationship with money isn't the best. Like, I feel like if I have money, I potentially just spend this. I um, feel like but, that's everyone though. Like everyone yeah. thinks they're bad at money, like which like we probably all are in a sense. Like it's like anything when you're not kind of taught how to handle it or, you know, what to do with it, then like it's very hard to kind of do so properly. But I think when we're this age as well, like we're both the same age, you're 25, like you know, you don't have financial responsibilities per se. So you're just kind of, like you say, making do with what you have. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like whenever I spend money, I always, I, I have full faith in like manifestation and stuff. So a lot of the time when I spend money, I like, right, every one pound I spend, I get three pound back. I always say it. And I always try and feel it. I don't know if it works like, but I, I just, <laughs> I like to believe it all. Like. We'll all have to carry it with us now. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I don't know. I feel like, as well do you go different places and different places are different 
mm. like expending like when I was in Sydney I spent so much money and like looking back at my bank account I'm like oh my days what have you done <laughs> but then you go to Thailand and it's like everything's very cheap and you're just like oh it's, it kind of balances out <laughs> totally yeah and then just because i'm conscious of like the time and stuff and like you know um there is one or two things i wanted to ask you because you'd mentioned like plant medicine and stuff which is obviously like so interesting um and stuff like that so can you kind of elaborate on your experience of plant medicine and like what has been because i think everyone's kind of moving more towards the direction of like kind of exploring and like open to things and things like that you know you do see a lot of people i don't even know if the two are connected i think they are like in terms of like ayahuasca and then plant medicine like are they two of the same or are they two separate so ayahuasca would fall into plant medicine so plant medicine okay. is anything that is obviously plants it comes from all over <laughs> um so you've got like ayahuasca you've got like dmt you've got mushrooms you've got even marijuana um, and there's look cambo cambo is actually a, an animal medicine um there's loads and loads and loads of different types of medicines out there and I, I've been working with plant medicines now for the past two years and plant medicines helped me evolve as a person like so 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 much like it really worked through a lot of stuff it's, it's improved my relationships with my family with my friends with myself it's helped me get clear perspectives and insights on different things that I need to work on in my life it's shown me past traumas and past things that I've done wrong as well like it brings up it, it helps you work through your shadows and your darkness inside of you to then shine light shines light on the darkness so then you to work on it to then like move, progress and to grow as a person to let it go um it's not easy working through the darkness is fucking challenging like it really really is but it's so worth it for you to evolve into the best version of yourself for sure um i would say as well like with the plant medicines you can't just be like at the start of your journey oh, i'm gonna jump in and go to an ayahuasca trip like that is not <laughs> you, do. you need to be already doing the work on yourself before that so you kind of have some understanding or some awareness yeah. of who you are you can't just jump straight into that i would say um <laughs> find also, yourself in one experience <laughs> to be fair it will show you exactly what you need to see and it might be okay to do that but i think me, though I would, like you said when you're not doing the work like I don't even think you're opening open to seeing it do you know it's yeah. nearly like something you'd be like ah you know <laughs> you're yeah, nearly willing to push to it, it off again yeah 100% like every time I've done ayahuasca or DMT it has came to me like the craziest synchronicities the craziest signs it's came to me and I'm like oh my god right I'm being called to come take this here um and I, what I would say as well make sure don't don't be doing DMT or anything like that in the fucking your mate's house down the road <laughs> you know what I mean like make sure it's with a proper shaman who you've heard good things about who you know you'll be able to trust that is able to hold safe space and is able to produce a beautiful ceremony because that'll make such a difference i've heard so many horror stories of things of like maybe people doing it in the wrong situations and like bad things happening because they're not safe because you're opening yourself up spiritually and you're opening yourself up to the spiritual world and you Dude, <laughs> you do not know what is out there like you do not know like i'm not even joking there is there is there is lots of love and lots of light but there's also dark dark things in the spirit world so you need to be very careful and like even even like taking like mushrooms people go to amsterdam and take truffles with their friends thinking oh it's a bit of crack <laughs> yeah. but mushrooms is a spiritual medicine like you people think oh it's a bit of crack i'm gonna trip balls here with my friends but then you end up having a really bad trip because you're with people that you aren't that comfortable with in a nightclub filled with bad energy like you you, you need you need to be careful of what you do or where you do it do you know what i mean totally like there's an appropriate setting kind of 
hundred percent. Like when I take mushrooms <laughs> myself, I take it in like a safe space, usually by myself or with like a close friend. And I would like to see it like the incense. I would meditate. I would do it like in a safe space and I would do it. It's for doing the work on yourself. It probably be spiritual playlists and things like that. And yeah, out of interest, is it like something you'd like, I suppose, I'd, I don't know, is that even the right term, but like practice regularly or do regularly? Or is it just very like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm feeling like I need this now. You it's know? when I feel called. It's when yeah. I feel called. So I haven't actually, haven't done mushrooms in a long time, actually. But when I was living in Bali, me and my housemate, Tracy, um, yeah, Tracy won't mind me talking about it anyway. Um, <laughs> me and her used to do mushrooms together and hold space for each other. And we would do like the inner work on each other like if that makes sense like we would yeah. hold space for each other but we do we wouldn't really speak to each other we just mm. like do the work on ourselves and hold space if that makes sense so we done that quite quite a few times um but it's just kind of when you feel called if you know yeah. what I mean. cool and then like what do you think has been the biggest thing you've learned about yourself to date like through those experiences mm. i suppose and through doing the healing and the growing oh my is god that, that, that could be personal as well so like no need to that disclose is, anything that <laughs> that's a big 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 question <gasps> learned about myself oh oh my god that's such a big question <laughs> there's so much should have given should have given you some prep <laughs> okay there's but so... even like one or two things that pop to mind like it doesn't necessarily have to be the um, biggest <laughs> one of the biggest things recently this this is very wooey and i very i struggled to understand it for years but you ever hear of the phrase we are one yeah so I could never get my head around it, could never understand what that meant. And then when I had that awakening a few like, like months ago in Thailand where I felt my, my soul, I then understood it, that we are all this one energy and then each individual soul is a manifestation from that one energy. And we are all, this is very weird, but then we are all sent here with love to go to this human experience, to then feel all the emotions, to then go through all the challenges, to then um we're we're on this path and we're going to face all these challenges for that that's to help you evolve and that's to help everyone's consciousness evolve and to grow mm. but this isn't about myself this is about the connective the collective but still though yeah like it's it so into my head yeah no it's so interesting and like i think like you say it, it does make sense because like you know i think if you like ask a lot of people out there even like what what is happiness what is our purpose blah 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 and like like a lot of what i find it comes back to the core of like helping one another and like yeah, if you think of like a world. time when you've helped someone like that actually like the joy you get from that situation like and it's complete it's like you say it's not for selfish reasons so like it's not like you know you're buzzing because of x y and z it's because you just help that other person like it's yeah. kind of authentic i suppose like it's true happiness mm, for so sure it makes sense then what you're saying that like that came to you and that that made sense for you in that moment because like essentially we are all one just here like to help each other 100 percent. and when you meet people ever everything's immersed like if you get into like a race or anything you'll then start work it'll like show you parts of yourself that you need to work Definitely. on <laughs> And even one thing I've also really became one thing I've really like aware of recently is I'm so now from doing this work, I'm so aware of my thoughts and my ego. And I'm also so aware of everyone else's thoughts and everyone else's ego. And I'm really able to read where anyone's at in their journey or where they're at with their life and what sort of vibration they're on. And 
Just lots of things. I'm like nervous. That. I feel like I'm being. <laughs> no, I'm, nah, 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 okay. I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's, it's it's so interesting to see the growth in myself um, over the past years, and I'm still only at the I'm 25. We're still a long way to go in this journey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I was only thinking that the last day because I think when you're on like social media and you're looking at other people and stuff, you can feel so like everything needs to be happening like now. And then I was listening to this podcast the last day and like your man was like 50 or 60 or something and he was just on about like 20 years ago where he was at in his life versus now and I'm like oh my god like there's just so much time you know what I mean to just like sit and enjoy and kind of like soak up the now which I think is so important and why I'm like trying to revert from being a planner because like there's just so much of life to enjoy right now and kind of like you can spend all that time being like I want to be here I want to be there but like you Mm. know when you actually get there then like you'll have missed everything along the way kind of you know what I'm saying as well that's i keep going back to this like one awakening that i had like, <laughs> like, whenever i connected to my soul whenever i connected to my soul my ego had shut off this was this was during a buffo this is during a uh, plant medicine trip by the way but it was like my ego has shut off there was no no noise it was complete silence and there was no time so there's no pre there's no past and no future there was only the present there was only the now and if you are connected to the now you're connected to yourself and it was just pure love Every, we're, we're all filled with pure love but we're not connected to the pure love because we've got all of this other shit distracting us it's so true yeah the distraction it's like it's mad what you say and I think like that's why I'm so it's like you said into kind of like this journey of like reading and podcasts and like that's why I love filling my head with all this information and like learning about it because like we're all kind of on this unconscious journey and like you can it's like coming back to that idea of the journey and like you can miss so much along the way mm-hmm. when you're just like you said going by day to day and you're kind of you described I suppose in Ireland I suppose when we're mad about our jobs and like you know everyday things can get in the way of course but like you can kind of get caught up in it too if you're not like awakened enough to see it all yeah for sure um one thing I would like like one thing I would relate to that is every chapter is different as well so like Mm. you could have maybe a couple of months where you're doing all of the healing work where you're really working on yourself but then there comes to a time where you need to enjoy yourself too like obviously that is that's that can be enjoyable but also maybe a bit challenging yeah. but from the past year and a half I've looking back at all my different chapters and I'm like right it's so interesting to look back on because there was like so, months and months and months where I was like really working on myself really working on things like that working on business and things like that but then I went to Sydney and in Sydney I was like partying socializing just really like expressing my gay side of myself and it was just like but I was like I felt kind of guilty for doing that at the time but then I went to Thailand and I sat with it and I was like no that was like my soul giving myself a break from it all yeah then just like being like flowing and whatever but it's just each chapter is different so if you you are going through a shit chapter just let it let it be It's, it's meant to be for you at that time because as well those shit chapters and those shit challenges that you may be faced with like life is our teacher and you are the student so you're going to be faced with these challenges for then you need to be able to learn and grow from them. Like you need to look at these things. Like, why is this happening? Like, what am I learning from it? Like, what's what's going on? How can I progress from here? Definitely. And then I feel like I'm so conscious of like keeping you for too long. So like okay. the last question, the last thing, is there any piece of advice you'd give to anyone or like anything you would have to say, I suppose, if, like you said, people are kind of finding themselves, not even necessarily lost in themselves, but just in general, like. um, If you're feeling a bit lost or a bit like what is going on just sort of I would say definitely try new things know that life gets so much better like I have been at the lowest of lows like really like 
like re- like that sort of low, like really not good. And now I'm at a point where I am like the best, like maybe not this very second, but like a few weeks ago, <laughs> I was like at the best I've ever felt. Like, like honestly, just life was just so beautiful. I even took like three weeks off social media because I was just enjoying life so much. Like I was just such a high vibe, pure love, pure bliss. So like if you, if you are at like a really low point, know that life gets better for fucking sure. And just keep riding the wave and keep trying new things. Keep trying and be curious. Try and open your mind. Like, don't just close yourself off to everything. Try and open your mind. Be curious. Try new things. See what resonates. See what you actually enjoy doing in life. Like, you might never know. You might be, like, the best bicyclist. Oh, my God. Bicyclist. Cyclist. (laughs) What the hell? You might be the best cyclist or the best pottery maker or you might be unreal at baking cookies. Just try new things. See what you enjoy. And then follow that, follow what you enjoy, follow your heart, follow what you like to do, because then that's where you'll end up finding your passion and things too. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. I think it's so true. Cause like, I suppose when you, and that's why I'm such a big like advocate for travel and stuff. Cause I just love the idea of like when you're kind of abroad and like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if that, if it's that thing of judgment again, but we definitely are more open. And it's like you said, new cultures and new people kind of open you as well to new things. That's why it's great to meet new people because they can like open your mind and it's not necessarily the people you're with day in, day out that are going to do that for you. Cause like, 100%. you know, you're on in this cycle. Yeah. Which, I yeah. would recommend traveling to every single person on this entire planet. Cause it'll change your life. Like hands down will change your life. And not just, not just like going for like a wee holiday for like a week go like proper traveling it'll genuinely like change you forever for sure and out of interest actually when you do go traveling like are you kind of like when you arrive in a country are you like this is it now for are are you just I feel like I already even know the answer to this but are you just kind of like whenever you feel the need I suppose to move on that's when you do it rather than like having I want to go see this country and that country um I've kind of just been going with flow to be honest I've just kind of been like looking for signs here and there like I unintentionally ended up in India and I basically didn't get along enough visa and I ended up having to leave. Didn't want to leave India. I was like, I don't want to leave. But I just kept going. And then obviously ended up in Australia. I was only going to go for two weeks. But I loved it that much. I ended up staying for the full three months. Stop. But I've just kind of just been going with the flow. Like I, I've, there's so, there's a million dollar places in the world that I want to see as well. Like I just want to go loads and loads and loads of places. But I've just been going with the flow, to be honest. <laughs> I don't really totally. know. Totally. Well, I can't wait to keep up to date. I'll just, I think like, is there anything else you'd like to add or anything else you'd like to say or you feel I didn't touch on because I feel like it went a million different directions there, but in yeah, the best sense. Like, I was like, I must ask you this, I must ask you that. <laughs> um, I don't really know. If, if anyone's in Ireland throughout the summer, check me out on Instagram because I'll be hosting lots of like maybe healing and breathwork retreats and ceremonies, hopefully over the next couple of months um and yeah just keep up to date with me on instagram i suppose i chat a lot of shit i'll go for a few adventures <laughs> here and there and do a lot of the mindset stuff too um trying to think what else i don't know i feel like there's like a million things we could talk about to be fair but that was a good wee chat to be fair thank you so much i know I-